0: Online at 960theBull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. Today is Thursday, April the 20th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is hour two of episode 842. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really, really fun hour. We had uh, our good friend Sugar Shane Albion from the University of Mount Olive and the Down East Wood Ducks, the voice of uh, both those entities. Uh, We uh, talked about a, a bunch of stuff. And I really appreciate Shane joining us there. Uh, I caught you up on LCC's big win yesterday, a split with Pitt Community College. And uh, let me uh, go ahead and tell you, here in our second hour, we're going to be exclusively breaking the news of uh, the new Uh, The class of 2023, the Kinsley-Lenoord County Sports Hall of Fame right here on the Brian Hanks Show. And I cannot be more honored than to have the man sitting across from me right now. He's actually in the Kinsley-Lenoord County Sports Hall of Fame. He's also in about 10 or 11 other halls of fame, too. Very honored to have uh, the great George Whitfield sitting across from me right now. How are you doing this
1: morning, Coach Whit? good Brian nice to be with you again
0: I'm very very honored and we're going to have Corey Povar now he's dropping his kids off at school so he told me he'd be here about 5 or 10 after the hour and or about 5 or 10 minutes into this second hour so we will uh, he'll be joining us here shortly so we're going to wait for him to get here to start making these announcements of these uh, the five teams that are going to be in the uh, Kinsley North County Sports Hall of Fame class of 2003 or I'm sorry 2023 and uh, the 12 individuals we've got nine coaches to, or i'm sorry nine players two coaches and one recreation individual too so just very excited about these announcements that we're going to be making here but before we get in all that i just wanted to get your reaction to a couple of things coach and tell you what we've got yes. some great eastern north carolina baseball teams right now that are just playing great baseball your boy over here yeah, uh, we're, coach we're, godwin one last night their ninth win in a row for ECU uh, and a pretty big win. They went at well in Charlotte at Truist Stadium, uh, where the Charlotte Knights play. But uh, coach, I mean, I'm not trying to look. Sit, tell them what I'm doing. I'm knocking on wood over here, but I'm feeling like this. This is a special year, coach, and uh, it seems to be coming together at the right time for the Pirates, doesn't it?
1: I hope that uh, we can continue on. Cliff's done another great job, and we get one of our players back that's hurt. That'll give us another bat in the lineup, and uh, just hope we can go down to Wichita Falls and and beat Wichita State. That's going to be a big order, but we can do it. And then we play State next week in Raleigh, and uh, just have to take them one game at a time. And uh, but we've done a great job up to this point.
0: What does this team feel like to you? You're out there. You go see a lot of Pirates games out at Clark Leclerc, Coach. Uh, what does this team feel like to you? I mean, does it? I mean, you, you don't want to put that jinx on them, or or not you, but I, Does it have a World Series feel about it, Coach?
1: I I like this team. I I really like them. They play uh, loose, and uh, they've played well here, like you said, the last nine games. They played real well and uh, came back from a tough weekend at Houston where we lost two out of three, and that didn't look too good at the time. But we didn't put our heads down. We came right back and, and started winning again. And one of the best things about Cliff's teams is he never goes into long losing streaks, which is wonderful. Like if he loses a game one day, he'll come back the next game and win. And that's good because you don't want to get in that habit of losing two or three games in a row.
0: Absolutely. I have voice your George Whitfield, uh, the Hall of Fame coach in here. We're going to be announcing the Kensal North County Sports Hall of Fame. Class of 23 here in just a few moments, but uh, we're waiting for Corey Povar from the Kensal North County uh, Parks and Recreation Department to do that. But that's the reason I wanted to pick your brain. What impresses you? And you've known Cliff his whole life. You really have. You've pretty much known him since he was a boy. What impresses you the most about him And as his development as a Division One college head coach, sir?
1: Cliff is one of the most detailed, uh, organized people you'll ever see. And uh, he works. He, he, he does what he asks his players to do. He'll do anything he can to help his team win, and they know that. And they know that uh, he's got their best interest at in heart. And uh, he can get on you now. He can get on you, buddy, I'll tell you that. But they know it. And they know how he is, and uh, he's just an outstanding coach and an outstanding person. He was a great student athlete. When you talk about the word student athlete, mm-hmm. the name always pops up to me, Cliff Godwin, because he was a great student when he was a player, and uh, he he knows the game backwards and forwards, and uh, puts a lot into every practice.
0: That is so awesome. And uh, I I I'm, I'm gonna ha- I got you here on the air. I've got to ask. I still, if they make it to Omaha. I get to sit beside you one game. I, I just want one game. I don't want to sit there the whole time like Tate Mooring does. The uh, you know the whole, but I get one game beside you, right? I promise
1: you, if the if the Pirates are in, you'll be sitting beside me one game. I promise you that.
0: I love it. Thank you so much, Coach. I appreciate that. And again, a nine game winning streak for ECU, and like you said, uh, Wichita State this weekend as they continue to try to climb the uh, national rankings there. How about that little team uh, over there on uh, Highway 70 uh, at Lenore Community College, Gary Smith, and the job that he's done, Coach? Right now, as we sit here, they're now 27 and 13 overall. They're 19 and 8 in Region 10. And we talked about it in the first hour. Man, a heck of a comeback. They lost game one of the doubleheader against Pitt Community College yesterday, Coach, 9 to 5. Fall behind 6 to nothing in the top of the first against the Bulldogs. Don't give up another run the rest of the day. They went nine to six. Brag on uh, uh, the great job that uh, Coach Smith is doing over there at LCC.
1: Gary Smith is an outstanding coach, as, as we all know, from, from high school. And uh, he coached at Newbern, coached up at Providence, and he's done a great job at Lenoir Community College. Uh, very detailed, hardworking. Expects his kids to do certain things and holds them to high standards, and it's paid off.
0: Absolutely. And uh, – I tell you what, they've been to three World Series, uh, the NJCAA uh, World Series, and uh, they've only got, I think, uh, let me look at this real quick here, Coach. Uh, Not a lot of regular season games left. Anyway, they've got like seven regular season games left uh, before the uh, NJCAA tournament begins down in Moorhead City. Uh, what are, what do you think about this team? Is this a team that's capable I, of making it back to the, I think they're
1: capable. I sure do. I think uh, Pitt's capable. I think Lenoir uh, is capable and I haven't seen the teams in the Western part of the state, but I hope to get down to Moorhead and see them play. And, uh, it ought to be a heck of a tournament.
0: I had a chance to go last year and had a blast going down there. It's the first time I'd never been to that stadium before. Nice, bl- nice field. It's a very nice field and a. A good facility, and, uh, again, uh, looking forward to seeing what uh, LCC can do over the next little bit. Tell you what, we're going to go ahead, and uh, uh, Corey will be here in a few minutes. We'll introduce him when he uh, gets in here, but let's go ahead and and jump in because folks are are tuning in. I've got a couple of text messages, people saying, Hey, let us know who's in the hall of fame. (laughs) Let's go ahead and start on it. I'll tell you what, let's start with the coaches. The decision was made, uh, at yesterday's meeting at the uh, steering committee meeting of the Kensington, Lenore County sports hall of fame, uh, which by the way, uh, we really do need to brag, and even before Corey gets in here, I know you wanted to say a few words about the great job that he and Charlie Casey have done of uh, helping us get this uh, this class of 23 going here, Coach Witt.
1: It's been fantastic, and I'm so happy that they're bringing the uh, Hall of Fame back to Kingston because we haven't had it for several years. For four years, yeah. So now uh, he's uh, – Corey is, is going to have it every two years, and we're going to set the date so it'll keep on its perpetuity
0: absolutely and folks should know august the 19th is when the ceremony is going to be so it's almost exactly four months from today at the Kinston community center Uh, four months from today we will have the uh the ceremony where we will be inducting these five teams that we're getting ready to talk about here coach and then the uh, the 12 individuals. So let's go ahead. Let's talk about these teams here, coach. And the first one are the 1940, or the first two are the 1949 Granger High School baseball team, the 1950 Granger High School baseball team. Uh, tell us a little bit about those, coach.
1: Well, uh, in 1949, that's been a long time ago. <laughs> I wasn't but 13 years old, but I remember them well. Uh, coach Mark had a great ball club that year. I think they were 19 and 2. And won the state champ. That was at, back then. It was a Class A state championship. Uh-huh. Then it went to Double A, Triple A, Four A, and then in 1950, came right back and won it again. And they were 19 and three. And then the other teams that uh, a 1955 uh, Granger High School basketball team that Amos Sexton coached, and then the 1956 team that they co- <laughs> Amos Sexton coached, that won back to back state titles.
0: It, though and they are special in the uh, the the history of Granger High School and of the city of Kenton, aren't they, Coach?
1: They are. And I went back last night and pulled some pictures out that I had. And uh, there there are a lot of boys that are gone in the 1949 and 50 baseball team. Uh, Red McDaniel, who you remember, prisoner of war, he uh, he's still living. And Fred Williams, who's a first all state player ever ever to play at Granger High School in, in baseball in 1950, he's still living at both 93. And uh, one of them's coming Saturday to uh, Granger Stadium for the throwing out the first pitch. And uh, both of them are 93 and, and doing well, as you could expect. Fat red. Sounds like he's 30 years old to me. But uh, they're really looking forward to uh, coming back to Kinston.
0: That is so, so awesome. And I tell you what, joining us now, after successfully dr- dropping his children off at school, That's right. is That's uh, Corey right. Povar. He is the director of the kinston North County Parks Recreation. I hope you had a chance to hear what Coach Witt said about you, uh, about the the hard work that you and, uh, and, and Charlie Casey have done to make sure that this hall is not forgotten about and that it comes back. He's He said that, I want to say thank you too. And I mean it sincerely that. that that this is something, it, it would be easy with all the thousands of things that you guys have going on over there and the hundreds of kids and thousands of kids that you guys take care of with the Parks and Recreation Department, that you have made it an important, that you've made it a goal, an important thing to make sure the Hall of Fame continues. Why why have you guys done that? Well, Corey? I think,
2: I mean, there's so much value in history and I think that we need to honor the the legends too that have played sports here in Kinston and Lenore County and it's just really important to to make sure that we honor those folks um in a in a meaningful way. Right. I think we all have conversations when we're having breakfast in the morning or dinner at night. We talk about how all the greats that have come out of Kinston, the teams uh that coach was just talking about. And so this is a, a a great way for us to formalize that honor. And and so to talk about the greats and the great teams that have come in and out of here. Um, this is, it's really important to, you know, to show that on a, on a more formal level, uh, with a hall of fame. And I, and I will say, and you mentioned his name, but, uh, it, I can't say it enough the the effort that Charlie Casey has put into the hall of fame, I mean, he is outstanding. I, I'd love to say that I could take the credit for any of this, but I mean, he worked so hard on this. Um, I, I, honestly, it, it wouldn't have come together as smoothly and as seamlessly without someone like him who's, he's in the weeds, he's he's working on bylaws, he's doing research on other Hall of Fames, and he we have conversations on what he's found, and I mean, without him, I, it wouldn't have come together as quickly and as easily as it did, so um, I, I say it all the time to him, I don't know that he gets the, how, how much I mean that, but really, Charlie has done a ton of work to to pull this all together so
0: the beautiful thing about that and all three of us uh, you're the director of how many people work for the parks and rec department 36 36, Uh, full-timers coach you have led athletic departments in your past i've led newsrooms at newspapers in the past you know how you look good you surround yes, yourself is. with good people, right, <laughs> That's Coach? It's
1: right. the only way. You do it. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> the only way,
1: Brian. We one thing we I forgot to mention: uh, Atkins nineteen right. uh, we sixty nine basketball didn't... team uh, <clears throat> one of the teams we're honoring. They were the 4 A state champion and the only uh, basketball team from Adkin ever to win a state title wow. and had a, a, a great turnaround. They went from a, a losing record to a state champion <laughs> the next year.
0: In the history of that, too, because I remember writing a story about it years and years ago uh, <clears throat> about this team. It was a final year. If you remember, yep. Coach, I mean, you had the NCHSAA. Then you had, uh, what was it, North Carolina's?
1: Athletic Conference, North Carolina there High School Athletic Conference.
0: And that was the African-American. That was the Black. Uh, athletic conference. It was the final year of it. It So Adkin has the, also, they have the historical perspective of being the final uh, segregated uh, state champion too. So, I mean, how about that? Right here in Kinston we had Atkin High School, which had been good year in and year out, but like you said, had suffered the year before and then
1: came back, back won it the next year
0: in historic fashion. That was the last year of, uh, that, uh, of the black association. So those are the five teams of the 49 and 50 Granger high school baseball teams. Now, those are now we're inducting them, right? Corey as individual units. So we've got five teams that are coming in. That's right. And then, uh, the 55, uh, Granger high school basketball team, the 56 Granger high school basketball team, and then the. 1969 Adkin basketball team so uh and I just thought it was kind of neat we got to give in the three of us we've got to give Craig Hill some credit for that too one of our steering committee members this was his idea because initially Corey we were only going to induct two teams
2: that's right and and it honestly Craig Craig brought up a really good point for our group in that you know you look you hear these years I mean and, and you hear coach talk about this I mean we're you start to dwindle pretty thin for folks that are still around to honor them yeah. that were on these teams. And so it's important to, you know, move those folks up in the list and in the priority list, because, you know, we want to make sure that yeah. folks are here to be honored. Um, oftentimes with situations like this, especially with teams that date back to those dates, you can wait too long. Yeah. And, and and the families appreciate it, but who do you really want to hear that that they've been inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's the folks that were on that team, yeah. Yeah. and I think it's important for us. And it was important to the entire group. and And keep in mind, all the listeners out there. I mean, we have fifteen voting members on this board mm-hmm. that represent all different areas in Kingston, all different school districts, mm-hmm. Lenore County, the city, um, different uh, year demos, yeah. and so um, it was. It really was consensus when when Craig started talking about it. It was. It was like, hey, this this makes perfect sense. Yeah um to go ahead and let's get these teams in so that these folks can be here and be
0: recognized absolutely and i I gotta tell you i feel pretty good uh before you came along i was basically the youngest voting (laughs) member of it and i'm 54 (laughs) years old and i was the youngest (laughs) since you've come on now and you're the uh director of this of two of the kinsley north county sports hall of fame now uh you gotta feel how old are you now I'll be 35.
1: I'll
2: be 35. But I will say. Coach, t- you got yeah. shoes that are 35 years old, right?
1: I wish I was 35, <laughs> i tell you that. When I got out of bed this morning, I wish I was 35.
0: I'm telling you. But, but you, you've got to be proud that you are. You're the youngest voting member of this board, but it's got to be pretty cool to look around, and you've got a Craig Hill, and you've got a uh, George. I mean, gosh, oh, I, I should have led with George Whitfield. You've got a George Whitfield and you've got a Steve Oliver, and uh, a Jimmy Smith. Right. Uh, Copperhead uh, all these guys
2: you you got folks around you that when they when they get ready to say something, Charlie and I did it the other day we get the attention of the group it's like all right everybody needs to listen up here because this yeah. person's about to say something and usually it is profound and it is on point yeah. and it and it's something you need to hear and no I like we said just a minute ago, you surround yourself with with the greats mm-hmm. and that's how you make yourself look good um, and make the department thrive and I mean this is a group of individuals who and and I'm and I'm not from here. So it's important to me when, when we're doing this, um I'm I'm the tie breaking vote and, and I represent the parks and rec department. So know that I don't I'm not voting through our whole proceedings. We have fifteen members that vote on this thing. But for me not being from here, it's really interesting to hear the perspectives from the folks that grew up here. They went to school here, they played athletics through through Kensington and Lenore County. It's interesting to me to hear all this, you know. I grew up in a small town, and I know that this exists. These conversations exist in Emporia, Virginia. But it's really neat to help me get ingrained into Kinston's uh, fabric, too, to hear all these stories. And and then when folks mention a name, I know that name, and I've heard that name, Mm -hmm. and I can reference stories that have been told to me. That's awesome. Corey, I
1: know something that you probably don't know and I know he doesn't want me to say it but we would never have had a hall of fame in Kinston North Carolina if it hadn't been for Brian Hanks. Wow. He's the one that came up with the idea. Now he's not even from Kinston. Right. But he's the one that came up and set everything in motion to let us have a hall of fame such a great athletic city and everything and all the wonderful people that have come through to play and he's the one that started somebody from outside of kinston
0: now coach, Witt is, way, coach Witt is way too kind i fact. wrote a column i had only been here about six months okay that's he's being way too kind all i did was write a column about it for the free press when i was a sports editor and i said man we got jerry stackhouse from right. here we got cedric maxwell we've got george whitfield from here how have we how do we not have a hall of fame here because i'd come from shelby uh, north carolina right. shelby and gastonia and both of those had halls of Like, and, and listen no disrespect to shelby or gastonia and you've been all over the state coach you know they don't have <laughs> shelby and gastonia don't have 10 percent of the athletes we have from kinston so right. the, all i did was i wrote a column about it and then guess what that came out on sunday guess who called me on monday <laughs> <man> right there <laughs> but, and he said, but it and would he,
1: have never happened if it had well been you're, you're, you're way too kind. No. You're too
0: kind and then but coach Witt was like you know in that, in that gravelly voice you've wrote about it now we gotta, now do, we gotta it. do it <laughs> so, well
2: and i love that and and we know brian well enough to also know that he's not gonna take any credit no matter how you is. lay it out but i mean it's important it, that's that's see that's another little piece of information that i'll have and, and same thing we're having these conversations about inductees well we've had a lot me. of fun yep. I, yep.
0: listen we've got to give some respect coach and i know you will too To uh, Buddy Rich's uh, late wife, uh, Mary Mack Rich. She was
1: wonderful. Wonderful. You want
0: to talk about, and she passed away about, what, 10 or 11 years ago. And I'm telling you, Coach Witt will tell you. (laughs) Now, Coach Witt's the guy that's got the phone that'll call everybody. But Mary Mack was this little diminutive, uh, I don't know, what was she, 5'1"? She couldn't have been any more than (laughs) (laughs) 5'1". Maybe 100 pounds.
1: pounds soaking wet.
0: And I was scared of that woman. Okay, no, I'm not. Joking. I know you weren't, Coach. But I'm I telling was, you, I was scared oh, of her too. <laughs> I'm talking about as a 35 year old guy coming in here and had and I made the hey, wrote the column, called everybody out. Coach Witt gets it mm-hmm. going, and then Mary Mack just jumped on it. And I just, Coach, she's always going to have a special place in my she heart. Is. I mean, she really is she came in she would come into the free press like i said she's so tiny she would come in through the front door but you could hear her she wouldn't even stop at the front desk you go is brian hanks in here <laughs> <laughs> coach you think i'm joking no, no you I know, know, you I know. know she is she would go brian hanks in here and i sat out in the bay at that time so i would try to sink <laughs> up underneath my desk and she would come marching over there And she's like we you haven't got this done we've got to get this done this done and this done Whew. And this little tiny woman put the fear of God in me, man. <laughs> but you know what? But she was like Coach Witt. When she put her mind to something, right. it's getting done. And right. so we can't – thank you for the kind words, Coach, but we cannot leave out Mary Mack. Mary Mac was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. She yeah. really was. And I would – Suffice to say, I don't think it happens without her either. Don't you? She she was great. Yeah, she really was. I got to tell the Coach Witt story though, and I'm going to tell on him a little bit since he told on me. I'll tell. Him. He said, "Now this is that probably our second or third class because uh, you had already been inducted. He was in. He would not be inducted in our first class. He pulled a Bill Ellis on us. Okay, really? And would not. Yeah, would not be inducted because we wanted him to be in our first class. I mean sure. Obviously. Yeah, you know, Coach Witt. Yeah. Uh, so it had to be the it wasn't the second class so it had to be the third class so he I'm the editor of the Free Press at this time so he comes in my mm-hmm. office and we're just doing you know the stuff we're going to be doing over the next four That's months right. getting sponsors and all this do you remember this coach you sat in there and you're like uh, well whoever was has been inducted they were a Carolina grad well we got to get some Carolina sponsorship opens his phone up calls Roy Williams <laughs> right in my office <laughs> then somebody from Duke was being inducted because he called not just Roy Williams he calls Mike Shishetsky like in a five minute period I'm sitting here going. <laughs> jaw open yes and he said hey coach K is coach wood down at kinston uh, i'm just like i wish i'd had like a camera going you know that how is cool incredible. is that incredible you want phone numbers hey i, I, I shouldn't tell <laughs> put this out over the air i guess but listen you ever need a phone number Corey? he's got mm-hmm. it that man right that's, do you not I ever mean, have, that, have every incredible. phone number of everybody in north carolina that's important i mean that's incredible I <laughs> I have no, some, I, mean, I, hey, I made coach went speechless. Yeah. How's
2: that?
1: <laughs> I tell you what the, the nicest thing about it is is all of us cuz I was from here and y'all are not from here and how y'all have taken to, to getting this thing going so good and we got we got a town to be proud of. Yes, we I do. mean it may not be like it was back in the 50s, but we've still got a, a lot to be proud of, and we've had a lot of great people that have come from here and, and gone out and done well, and I, it's so wonderful to be able to honor them.
0: Very good. And I tell you what, we've got to start. We've got twelve people to announce here, and we're going to get the feedback from you. Yep. Let me pay a bill here real quick. I gotta thank UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. Uh, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kinston, for all your healthcare needs, or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. We've got two big interviews in here. We've got Hall of Fame coach uh, George Whitfield in here. We've got uh, our good friend and the uh, director of the kensington Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame and the kensington Lenore County Parks and Recreation Department, Corey Povar. Guys, let's start announcing uh, names here. I'm going to do them in alphabetical order. I'm going to do it with the athletes first. Yep. And our first uh, uh, inductee in the Kansas North County Sports Hall of Fame class of 2023 is William Clay Croom Jr. Uh, he uh, was a Granger High School grad. He, uh, at Christ Episcopal School in Asheville, UNC Chapel Hill, he graduated from White Forest. Also, he played baseball and football, two, two-year letter winner at Carolina, also played at White Forest, signed by the LA Rams, but never played for them, but he played for the Kenston Eagles baseball team. Coach uh, Witt, tell us a little bit more about, uh, William Clay Croom, Jr., sir.
1: Well, Clay, uh, he was, he came along way back when I was a little boy. I used to go see him play when he played for Kinston and I, I used to. Ask Coach Mock, uh, who are the best football players that ever played for you? Because Coach Mock came here in the 30s, and uh, the first name off his list was Clay Kroom Wow, and Brian Aldridge. The two boys, that uh, he got mentioned more than anybody else, and Doug Bruton.
0: And, uh, Brian and it, Doug, also all, members of they, the Hall of all Fame. They're all yeah.
1: members of the Hall of Fame, but Clay Croom was a great, great athlete and a, and a fine person in Kinston.
0: That is awesome. What would you like to add there, Corey? No,
2: I just echo that. I mean, it, it, it's like I said, it, having these folks have these conversations about these folks. You can tell how important they were to the athletics here in Kinston and then even beyond. I mean, to get to get a opportunity to play professional sports and and to be so successful even at the collegiate level is awesome.
0: And how crazy is that, too? And you were talking about what a great athlete he was, Coach. Talking about Clay Croom here that here's a guy that was in L in the Los Angeles Rams system. Does doesn't make it there, but you know, you get invited to that, but then plays right. professional baseball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that speaks to what a great athlete that he was. For well, he sure. could he
1: can, he can mash him. I'll tell oh, you yeah. that he's hit some balls in Kingston. It's probably still in the air.
0: There <laughs> you go. So uh clay, William Clay Croom, Jr. Our first inductee into the uh, Kinsley North County sports hall of fame class of two, 2023 like I said we're going alphabetical order and this one means a lot the next uh not uh, the next inducting means a lot to me Uh, I got to cover him in college, but we'll get to that in a second, but it's Craig M. Dawson, uh, class of 98, Kenston High School, class of 2002 at Wake Forest University. Uh, He played basketball at both Kenston and Wake Forest. And when you think about all the names that have come through, Coach Witt and uh, Corey, that have played at Kenston High School, he's the all-time leading scorer Hmm. in Kinston or Granger High School basketball history. Uh, and only played three seasons he was a 1998 North Carolina East West game MVP two-time NCHS AA All state uh, he played 128 games started 55 times at Wake Forest and led the ACC in three-point uh, shooting percentage in 2001-2002 now a very successful coach up in uh, Woodbury, Woodbury Forest, Forest. yep yeah. up in Virginia coach your tr- thoughts on uh, Craig Dawson classy young man yeah
1: classy man good coach
0: absolutely do you have the uh, the amount of
2: points he scored because when someone said that it, it was, was like, like 2700 points it, like in, three in three seasons, seasons. Yeah, he, to he, hear that it's
0: outrageous he, it's unreal well here's what blows my mind gentlemen now he was only there for three years he played right. jv as a freshman okay for for who for craig hill right who we're going to be talking about here a little bit a yep. little foreshadowing there but i don't want to give anything away there guys <laughs> but uh when you think about it, cousins with jerry stackhouse jerry stackhouse played three seasons at right. uh Kenston high Craig Dawson outscored Jerry Stackhouse in his three years at Kensington High, Coach. Yeah, yeah, I know it. They
2: yeah. said something like he averaged uh, his second season, he averaged like twenty seven, twenty five points a game, and then the last season averaged thirty some odd points yeah. a game. Out, uh, just crazy. Yeah. Led the numbers. state in scoring
0: two years in a row. Yeah. And
1: you know what? It was sort of quiet scoring because. A lot of people, if you ask down the street today who was the leading scorer in Kenston, they would probably name Jerry Stackhouse yep, mm-hmm. or uh, –
0: Brandon Ingram. Or, or Shackleford. Yeah.
1: And they wouldn't bring Craig's negative, and Craig beat them all.
0: He <laughs> did. The leading scorer all time. And on top of it, too, and you made a good point in this, Coach. I'm glad you said this, too. I've actually gotten to know him pretty well over the past four or five years. I wasn't here when he was at Kenston, but I covered him when I was with the Gaston Gazette when he was at Wake Forest. So, I okay. had a chance to uh, do that there, and – just I, Listen, you've got to have a degree of confidence. And you know this, Coach, with all the the players that you've coached through the years that have gone on to play college ball and pro ball and all that. you got to have a level of confidence. But to have that level of confidence in yourself and yet to remain humble, too, the way he has, that speaks volumes about his raising. Yep. I know, sorry, I'm going yes. all Southern here on you. Yeah. But it does. It speaks volumes about that whole Dawson-Stackhouse family, doesn't it, Coach?
1: It certainly does because it all starts and ends at home it, as far it, it, as I'm concerned.
0: It definitely does. Uh, your thoughts on Craig Dawson. I agree with you 100% on that
2: statement right there. But, yeah, I mean, when we were talking about those numbers, I mean, it, it that 2,700 was, points. Outra- <laughs> in three seasons, just yeah. outrageous numbers. Um, really cool. And I, and I like that, you know, it's done in a quiet manner. Like, it, you ask somebody or you ask around, and his name might not be the first one that comes up when you're talking about Kinston, you know, basketball allure. But, man, just the, the numbers show it. The career shows it, and still a very successful coach, and so I think it's awesome.
0: Well, awesome Coach, you've induction. done a good job. Coach Witt, you've done a good job of getting people back to Kinston. We'll, yep. we'll get to that. We've got a little story about that coming up here in a little bit, yep. but uh, what can we've we got to get Craig Dawson back to Eastern North Carolina to, to coach. I mean, he's, and he's doing a great job. He was a Final Four participant and uh, at Woodbury Forest this year. His team yep. was one of the Final Four up in the state of Virginia this past year. I don't Not even know that. if you know that. No. Uh, but – we got to get him back coaching here in Eastern yeah. North Carolina, sir. Craig
1: needs to be back here, but he's doing a <laughs> great job. Woodbury Forest is a good school.
0: There you go. Well, good that's two. School. Hey, it really is. That's two down. We got ten to go. We're going to get them all in here. Yep. Hey, uh, next up in the uh, Kinston Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame class of 2023 is Daryl Goff from North Lenore High School, a uh, wrestling and and I apologize for this, Coach Witt and uh, Corey. Is he our he might be our first wrestler. He is the first wrestler. Thank you. I wasn't 100%. I wasn't a first, 100%. He
1: is the first wrestler.
0: But he was a 2013 inductee into the North and Ore High School Hall of Fame. Three appearances at the state championships. He was a 1994 state champion wrestler. He finished his high school career. How about this, coach? 241 and 38. Uh, Daryl Goff from North and Ore High School.
1: You know, Daryl's a brother to Jamie Stallings, who, the, the boy who's helped. I know me, helped Jamie. Me. Yeah, yeah, you know
0: Jamie. He's a scout.
1: And uh, he, uh, Jamie helped me when I was that parrot that year, mm-hmm. and that's his brother. I,
0: you just, I've enjoyed watching Corey's eyes my pop eyes a couple of times. A, yeah. You just made my eyes pop. I didn't realize in that. In fact,
1: that's how I got up with uh, Daryl yesterday through his brother. Called,
0: yeah. Well, you know what? And, uh, well, I tell you what, I want to get uh, Corey's thoughts on <laughs> yep. uh, Daryl Goff, too. And again, and like I said, I apologize. I should have known that, but our first, in all the years we've done the Hall of Fame, our very first uh, wrestling inductee. I think it's it's cool wrestling
2: and it's funny because even on the recreation side wrestling is starting to make a really big um resurgence here in this community um LaGrange has a great wrestling program that we're going to start working with them and hopefully bring wrestling to Kinston so I think it's it's wonderful to get this level of recognition not only for this individual Daryl but also for the sport too um to to bring it to um to its glory because it really is a wonderful, wonderful sport uh, for those that you know don't necessarily feel like they fit into football, or maybe they are a football player, or a basketball player, or a baseball player. It's a great, great sport, and so I think it's awesome that we have that representation on the on the Hall of Fame.
0: And it's
1: time, right, Coach? I don't think there's any sport out there that takes more guts mm. and grind than it does to, to get on that wrestling mat for yep. three minutes
0: mono mono e mono or, or that actually they're doing female wrestling now too but yep. one-on-one you're absolutely I right mean, coach
1: you, you gotta be tough yeah.
0: yeah i i agree wholeheartedly now i'm just doing the athletes, so i know in alphabetical order uh we'll get to the <laughs> yeah. coaches and recreation yes. here in a moment but uh next up coach wit i know this is a special person mm-hmm. to you uh he definitely is to me too it's chris hatcher Uh, who will be, and I looked this up yesterday to make sure I was going to be accurate on this, the second youngest uh, inductee in the history of the kenston Lenora County Sports Hall of Fame, Chris Hatcher from Kinston High School, uh, the longest tenured Major League Baseball player in the history of Lenora County. Uh, He pitched for uh, the LA Dodgers, well, first for Miami Marlins, LA Dodgers, and then the Oakland A's. Could have pitched a couple more years. He really could have decided he wanted to get out. Uh, and, uh, and now is just such a great guy. I deal with him a lot with the true smoke barbecue folks yep. and, uh, he's opened up his whole, uh, his, his house, his home, his, uh, his, uh, land and everything for that two or three times a year. Chris Hatcher, uh, what, what does this mean to you, uh, being inducted into the, uh, Nord the North County sports hall of fame coach.
1: Chris Hatcher is an outstanding and I underline that young man. And he had a great career down at Wilmington, and, and had a good career with the Dodgers. And I'm so happy for him and his wife Jenny. Uh, uh, and uh, I think they've got two children now.
0: They've got they two do. beautiful children. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's got the all-American family. He's got the little boy, the little girl. He's uh, like I said. It just and I got to tell you, and we're going to talk about this. And don't spoil it because I know you guys called people too. I want, but I had the honor of calling Hatch yesterday. What did he say? What did he say? He was humbled. First, he said, what were you guys drinking in there? (laughs) (laughs) That was his first comment. And I said, Hatch, we weren't drinking anything. You're worthy of this. But like I said, a couple of historical things here. The second youngest ever, the youngest, Jerry Stackhouse, back in our inaugural class. Uh, And Chris Hatcher is going to be the second youngest inductee ever into the Kinslow-North County Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, what you know you've been now here four years now yeah I'm on my fifth year on your fifth, fifth year, year yeah. now so you've interacted I'm sure quite a bit oh. with Hatch tell your, your thoughts on Chris Hatcher being inducted into this class
2: look Chris has become a friend of mine we're, we're in similar situations outside of me not being a professional athlete um, <laughs> you never pitched no never? I never pitched for you know any professional organization but um, you know when we first moved here we got to know each other really well um, and we got to share a lot of stories when he did his spring training with these clubs you know out in Scottsdale that's where we moved from so we got to share a lot of stories and it was an instant um, connection because we could talk with his wife and talk with him about living in Scottsdale now you know a young professional athlete in Scottsdale versus (laughs) a a young recreation professional in Scottsdale two totally different experiences but it it was a, a kind of a taste of home when you got to talk to him. You could you instantly could relate with somebody like that. You meet the guy and you don't immediately think professional ball player, not because of the way he looks, but just the way he presents himself. You'd never think it you'd never think no, you it. He's wouldn't. humble, he's a, a very much hometown guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a wonderful land clearing business now, land management company, and I mean, just awesome. I mean it, it, it's also, a stud golfer, too. I mean, you know, most of those oh, baseball he, guys, he, he can mash out. the ball. Yeah, yeah. he can Jamie, absolutely mash the ball. See, but, I didn't um, even know that portion. Yeah, when when you're in a uh, charity golf tournament and Chris shows up with a team, <laughs> you, you're playing for second. <laughs> I promise you that. Uh, but he uh, just wonderful guy, very deserving of yeah. this honor. Excited to have him uh,
0: be part of this class. It just And as I am, too, I'm telling you, I got to cover Hatch his senior year. That was my first year, his senior year. Who did he play for? uh uh uh, cliff godwin cliff godwin and eddie Eddie lozner and eddie lozner and ronnie battle (laughs) that's right that ronnie battle's final year and we're talking about these are other hall of famers that are in our kansas north county sports hall of fame but uh the thing that i love about hatch is and coach will tell you this in the off season when he was still playing i'm talking about this is when he was with miami and when he was with the dodgers and even maybe not his last year with oakland but in the off season you've heard you've had to have heard this story before he would come back and work for the yeah, Parks I and Recreation yeah. Department. Hundred yeah, yeah, percent.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, here's a guy making, you know, who knows, making pretty good money in sure. Major League. Sure. But would come back, and he and Jenny, who had been married at that time, you'd go down uh, Queen Street, and they're out there hanging the lights, yep. the Christmas lights up, and then he's working at the landfill. I remember he worked yep. at the landfill a couple of times, a couple of years, just super humble, and I like what both of y'all said, and you're absolutely right, guys. If you didn't know him and you ran into him at Walmart or if you ran into him at the community center or whatever, you'd never know this guy
2: had a nine-year career
1: in Major
0: League Baseball.
1: And he'd never talk about
0: it. He never talks about it. No, never. he
2: was a catcher too, well, right? He was a catcher turned pitcher. In right. fact, he, he made history. It in high school. Right.
0: Well, it, he called in the pros too, and it, he made history. He was the first player since the 1940s. To go from catcher to pitcher. To really? go from catcher
2: to pitcher, yep. yeah. How about that? I knew he was a catcher. I knew he got drafted as a catcher yep. and then turned pitcher. Before he could come off,
1: come off, he'd get out <laughs> in his crouch, and he could throw that ball to second base and never raise up, and he just lay it right there for the second baseman.
0: Just to a try. missile. Um, off his
1: a, knees. A, uh, off his knee, a, a yeah. pure missile.
0: Yeah. Whew. Just awesome. amazing. But, awesome uh, but Chris Hatcher, congratulations. Yep. Next up here is, uh, I got to admit, I didn't know that much about this gentleman. So I'm going to lean on you a little bit here, uh, Coach Witt. But uh, Earl Miller from Atkin High School, class of 1959. Also a North Carolina college graduate, 1963. The forerunner to North Carolina Central University. So he graduated from there. Uh, he is a member of their 2005 uh nccu sports hall of fame he was a national champion with north carolina central in 1961 he was uh the leader of the 1958 atkin high school uh state championship football team that was coached by hall of fame coach bill grice tell me a little bit about earl miller coach
1: well earl is a wonderful guy he was he's had a great career in in sports and uh it would When anybody says that you want to Bill Grice's best players, that tells me something. (laughs) Bill Grice was a great coach
0: and a gentleman too. I know you. I remember you sharing stories about uh, Coach Mock and uh, Coach Grice. Tell us. I I know we're talking about Earl Miller here, but I'd love to give you the opportunity to talk about Coach Grice for a moment.
1: Well, Coach Grice was was a very humble guy, but an outstanding coach. And he and Coach Mock and Coach Sexton were great friends back before uh, integration ever got started, and I know that uh, Kinston shared a lot of things with uh, Adkin High School to help them, and uh, they were very close friends.
0: I hate uh, Coach Grice had passed away before I got here, Corey, but I'd heard a lot of things about him, and I'd heard Earl Miller saying, "Go ahead, were you saying?" Always
1: wore a bow tie. (laughs) (laughs) It dressed up. We had a little bow tie on. Always, always dapper.
0: The neat thing about Earl Miller, and we've inducted that 1958 Atkin High School uh, yep. team before. We did that several years ago. I don't know if you they gave up. Coach, you're going to love, or uh, Corey, you're going to love this. They gave up two points all season long.
2: Oh, my god. And it, the,
0: if you think about it, it wasn't even the defense that gave up the two points because that was a safety. But they won 10 games. They went 10-0, and 0, won the 1958 state championship Atkin High School did. And it was uh, due to a, a lot of that due to Earl Miller and his teammates
2: very cool or like when i think of someone like earl and i think of like the diversity that we're trying to create with this uh hall of fame to me it's important when you get these adkin good adkin representation mm-hmm. good representation across the city across the county this is it's a neat induction uh congratulations earl i think this is awesome and it's one of those names when it came up the conversation started swirling around the table and mm-hmm. people are able to share stories and um one of those eye-openers. I mean, I know you're, you mentioned it here when you guys are talking about some of these athletes, and it's an eye-opener for me because, I mean, what great careers yeah. these uh, these folks had and just awesome stuff.
0: But congratulations to Earl yep. Miller. Next up on our list here is uh, a, uh, an athlete from Arendell Parrot Academy, jennifer nye uh she was a swimmer uh at at apa and then went on to university of florida she was a three-time this is the argument i ended up i gotta tell you we went into voting yesterday and you know me i'm i'm obsessive compulsive Mm -hmm. about this stuff i had done all my research and all this i ended up voting for her because of what coach witt said about her when we were having our meeting listen she's a three-time all-american at the university of florida uh, member of the 1981 SEC Championship 400 uh, meter relay, a 75 high school All American honorable mention, 100 meter backstroke. Member of the 1975 number one ranked high school All American 400 meter uh, relay team. And uh, Coach Witt, uh, tell us a little bit. More, well, you know more what Jennifer Knight.
1: like Corey said. We got. People from different right. different sports. Yeah. Here's a young lady that was a three-time All-American at the University of Florida, and hardly any of us even knew it. Yeah. Right. I didn't know not I didn't, I didn't, either, I didn't right? know it. I, I, I didn't, didn't know either, she, she had that kind of career, and I kept looking at that thing. I said, how <laughs> in the world have we not ever put her in there before? Yeah. But here's a, another sport that, like wrestling and swimming, and it's wonderful.
0: Well, and I'm going to answer your question, and Corey's going to back me up on this. We need nominees. Right. I mean, We put it out there. The reason I didn't know about her, she hadn't been nominated, but she was nominated this cycle, and so we got to know her a little bit, Corey.
2: That is important, and and for those listening, really, the the nomination piece is so important because, yeah, we have a group of of 15 voting members, and we review all the information that's Mm -hmm. turned in. uh, But, yeah, it takes the community really to pull these folks in Jennifer I is a really good example of that outstanding athlete, outstanding athlete,
0: three time All American yeah, Corey,
2: and in a in a fringe sport for for a location like this, you know, a, to have a swimmer mm-hmm. come out of Kinston, go to Florida, where yeah. I mean, could you imagine the competition that's at that level in the SEC level? Mm-hmm. Um, outstanding stuff. It it makes me think. You know, I always resort this back to recreation and it makes me appreciate that we're adding a sport like this to the hall of fame, bringing it to its to its level of importance in the sporting industry, because we have a swim team that operates out of uh, the community center right now. We're the home site for parrots still. Um, We have our own Kinston Kingfish swim team that, uh, that swims recreationally at uh, the community center and they compete all over the region. And then uh, we just redid Holloway pool um, and we put in swim lanes there on purpose because the goal is to uh, introduce um, any of the the Holloway community or anybody that wants to swim on a recreation level and just dabble in what competitive swimming looks like. Uh, we put lanes in that in that pool for a reason so that we could start that program. Yeah. So hopefully um, Jennifer won't be the last that uh, that uh, high level swimmer that we get right. to induct into the Hall of Fame coming out of Kinston.
0: There you go. They could be the next Jennifer Nye. They could be the next turner for <laughs> I love it. Okay, that. here we go. Guys, we, I yep, hate to sorry, do this. We're to, no, 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 not you. I've got to speed this up a little bit. Next up in the athletes is Charles Shackelford, the late Charles Shackelford. He was a finalist last time, uh, Coach Witt. In fact, uh, he ended up one vote short last time in our uh, in our voting. He is elected this time. Charles Shackelford, the former Kenston High School star that went on to nc state he played uh, uh 94 games started 93 of 94 games at state uh, was all acc tournament twice and all acc once he was a second round pick in the 1988 nba draft he played more than 300 games in six nba seasons also played overseas too and even when he got back in town too uh he uh, did uh, did some good philanthropy here in town too uh, i know he did that here he did it in charlotte i got to know him a little bit when i came here from some of the work that he was trying to do to help folks, but uh, he was on the cusp last time, Coach Witt. He gets elected this time. I'm happy.
1: I'm happy for Charles. I wish he could be here. Yeah. to receive it. He and uh, Coach Valvano were two of my favorites on the Wolfpack when they were playing. I enjoyed watching him.
0: Well, uh, Shaq was just one of the good guys too. Do you remember him? I mean, you're, that's probably a little bit before your time. I'm guessing A little before my time.
2: I do know, you know, that folks all when you, his name comes up, talk about he was the original Shaq. He was, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and so for me that means uh, something, obviously, because I, you know, came up watching sports with, yeah. you know, Shaquille O'Neal was, yeah. you know, when he was in Orlando and stuff like that. It was, but for them to say, no, this guy. He yeah. he was the real deal, the original Shack. It's really cool. Well, he and, uh, and amphibious too. Important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: that's that statement.
0: of uh, last Well, year. stay with him forever. But that's I, for but sure. But I
2: think it's it's cool. I mean, it's it's once again a stud, stud athlete. Um, did some great things too um, with his career and and here in Kingston. So honored that this is the class that he's
0: that he's getting in. And that he's uh, getting in this year. I just hate that it's posthumous. I mean, if, uh, right. and I do, I mean, I, I would love to, like Coach Witt said, I would love for him to be here to, uh, like we've said several times, get yep. his roses uh, while he's still here. Okay. Next up is uh, Peggy Jean Taylor. Uh, and she is from South Lenore High School, talking about being all over the county here, right. coach, or a uh, Corey and yep. coach. Uh, South North High School class of '69 graduated from ECU in '73. A star basketball player, she helped lead South North to a 63 and 17 record. She was all region in '69, three-time all conference. Uh, she, when she was at ECU, 43 and six record at ECU led them to the AIAW tournament in 1973. Uh, and just uh, listen, uh, everything I've got to tell you, I've never met her before. This is this was one of the ones that I've got to admit that I don't know that well. What can you tell us about Peggy I've Jean never, Taylor, I've Coach?
1: never met Peggy Jean Taylor personally, but yeah. everything that I've ever heard
0: about her was first class. There you go. Uh, Corey?
2: I share the same, same sentiment. I, I don't know much, um, but I, I'm excited to meet her. I'm excited that she was inducted. It was one of those, I know that when it came up, uh, the conversation starts swirling, and folks who, who have that Coach information. Smith, Coach, Coach Jimmy Coach Smith really yeah, helped Started us really diving in and said, look, this is this is somebody that really needs to be considered here are the reasons why, and and like I said, folks, listen, you know.
0: And if I remember correctly, too, Coach, she was. Well, this wasn't her first year. I don't. Well, I guess it was. I'm trying to remember. I thought she'd been nominated before, but I guess this is her first year. Okay, Peggy Jean Taylor. Next up, another South Lenore uh, athlete. It's uh, Donald Don Lewis Whaley, but everybody knows him as uh, Don Whaley. Uh, South Lenore High School class of '73, Campbell University class of '77, played basketball football, baseball, and track at South Lenore High School. Played basketball at uh, Campbell. He's in the Campbell University Hall of Fame. Was inducted in 1992. He was part of the Campbell team that played for the 1977 NAIA National Championship. And uh, he played uh, his professional basketball in Canada. Uh, Don Whaley, coach. Everybody that i talked to, I never did have an opportunity to
1: see Don play. But everybody that tells me that there's probably not a better all-around athlete. It comes through uh, Lenore County. Jimmy Smith says that. And And if Jimmy Smith
0: says that, you got to take it. And Don Hoyley. There you go. Uh, Corey? Uh,
2: Well, I know um, in the Campbell Hall of Fame, I mean, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I mean, you talk about a university that's had some athletes come through it. To be in that Hall of
0: Fame, big deal. How crazy is it? And this is at least a third now that's in somebody's University Hall of Fame that's just now finally getting into the Kent. Right. That tells you right there about how special this kansas County Sports right. Hall of Fame. Okay, so those are all the athletes. I'll tell you again. William Clay Croom, Jr., Craig Dawson, Daryl Goff, Chris Hatcher, Earl Miller, Jennifer Knight, Charles Shackelford, Peggy Jean Taylor, and Don Whaley. We've got two coaches that are being inducted into uh, the class of 2023. kansas Lenora County Sports Hall of Fame. And coach, I know both of these, co- we've got two coaches. I know both of them are very special to you. The first one, Coach Witt is Coach Craig Hill.
1: Craig was a, was a player at Kenston, and then he's been a principal. He's hired some great coaches, did one ran a wonderful school, uh, was a, one of the top school men in the state, and then went on to be a county commissioner. Went to Wilson as an associate superintendent. He's covered all the bases and mm-hmm. done them well
2: and done them with class.
0: And you've gotten to know Craig Hill, I'm sure, in your time that you've been here, Corey.
2: Yes, absolutely. We We – share a lot of time we're both Rotarians we we go to the Rotary meetings together and and Craig has been a resource for me uh, a good listening ear he for anybody who knows him I mean he's a wonderful advice giver he there's a reason why he did so well as a coach and in the school system and as a player he is gen, one of the most genuine people you'll ever meet um big guy but just uh, just as warm as it gets, I'm so happy for him that he's going to get in. He's also one of those that when he gets the induction, you know, he hears it and goes, Oh man, like, (laughs) I I don't know guys, but, and, but that just speaks to his character and, and, Why it's so important to get these folks in. And, and Craig, is just awesome.
0: Congrats. Uh, Here's what I like best, and we're running out of time, and we've got to get these final two in (laughs) here. But I've got to say this about Craig Hill, Coach, and you will appreciate this, Coach Whitfield, as much as anybody. What I love about Craig Hill, he's 63 years old, but he's sort of that bridge between people in your generation, Coach Whit. He really is between the Granger. He knows all these Granger folks like you and a lot more folks than I know from Granger and Adkin because he was a principal at Kenston high school. Right, so he got to know the Granger folks, Adkin folks, but he also has a relationships with, with a, with a guy we're getting ready to do announce here in a moment. And, and other younger guys, say the Perry Tindles and these guys who played yep. for him, uh, Craig Dawson played for Craig Hill at a uh, high school. So how about that? That a coach and a player are going to be inducted at the same time. That's kind of mm-hmm. neat too, but, but that's what I've, I, and I'd love for you to speak to that for a moment, Coach. Just how, uh Craig Hill really is that bridge between the the Granger and the Atkins folks like yourself and this uh later generations of players well he
1: he work he works at it yeah he works at it and he I think he spends a lot of time studying it and uh thinks, thinks through it really does
0: yeah it's awesome okay well he's uh we only have two coaches that are being inducted Craig Hill is one coach Whitfield how about this next young man uh, Wells Gulledge. Uh, Three-time state championship winning coach at Kenston High School, 2008, 2010, 2012. Uh, He went on and coached at Parrot Academy for three seasons. Now he's down at Wilmington. Ashley uh, won 200 coaches, and you have done such a good job of compiling all the records. 274 wins in 11 seasons at Kinston High School. So yeah, if you're wanting to do the math there, that's about twenty five wins a season for or more than that actually. About twenty six wins, twenty seven wins a season at uh Kenson High School. And uh coach, I know I know Wells Gullage means a lot to you, sir.
1: Well he does. He was born right around the corner from where I lived. I remember the day he was born, when, uh, and I remember when Cindy brought him home from the hospital, and he used to come over all the time, and, and uh, he was, he's my son's age. And so uh, they would get together and work out with weights. So I've known him since he was a baby. And I'm awful proud of him. Everything he's done, he's done with class and and dignity.
0: I know we are up against the clock, but you've got, can you give us the abbreviated story of how you got you, George Whitfield? I don't know if you know this, Corey, or not. How you got Wells Gulledge to come to Kensington High School and coach basketball?
1: Craig Hill said something about uh, looking for a coach, and I said, Well, I know the exact coach you need to get. (laughs) He said, Who is it? I said, Wells Gulledge. He said, Well, where is he? He said, He said, Jacksonville High School. And I said, I'll ride down in and see him this afternoon. He said, okay. So I drove down to Jacksonville. He's on the tennis courts teaching PE at (laughs) 2.20 in the afternoon. And and I honked the horn, and he came over. I said, look, get rid of this tennis class. He said, I I want to talk to you about going to Kinston to coach basketball. And uh, that's how it got started.
0: And that's an abbreviated version because it's much longer than that. But – Coach Witt is a reason Wells Gulledge came to Kenson, uh High School. Corey, incredible, incredible! I love that story. Is that not awesome. this tennis team? Let's talk about how we can get you. That's tickets. what he said. Well, when we call, when Coach Witt called him yesterday, that's what isn't that what you said to him? Aren't you glad you uh, got rid of that tennis class and came to Kenson? Now you're in the Hall of Fame. How about that? Incredible. So uh, Wells Gulledge, uh our second coach one remaining member of the 2023 Kens North County Sports Hall of Fame Corey, I'll let you announce. It. How about that?
2: Well I I mean this goes without saying uh, you almost don't even need to give any introduction here <laughs> but uh Bill Ellis um, is going to be inducted is as, is as, uh, as a 2023 Hall of Fame member and it uh makes me really really happy to hear that. Especially with it, kind of not that that it's on my watch, but it just that I'm going to be able to be a part of this and inducting him. He's been a, a wonderful mentor for me, a resource for me, and and continues to. He is still so ingrained in uh, in sports in kinsale County and uh, has done a fantastic job in in all the different levels, whether it be. Uh, being involved with, in retaining baseball here in Kinston with the Wood Ducks yes. or facilitating recreation athletics here in Kenston and Lenore County, just has had his hands in everything over his career, and I'm just so proud that he's going to go in this year and that I'll be able to be involved in it.
0: That is so awesome. Coach Witt, I know uh, Bill Ellis has a special place in your All heart All I too. can say is ditto, ditto, ditto. <laughs> <but everything, laughs> of
1: course, uh, first-class guy, and he's done so much for Kenston. And, uh, in a period of time – where we need somebody to do something for us yep. when things were not going real good in, in the uh, town for one reason or another, things were closing up and everything, but he never stopped trying to, to make it a first-class place.
0: The, the thing uh, I have often in my 20 years here now, I'm in my 21st year here, gentlemen, and I've tried to, you know, I'm big about economic impact and that kind of stuff too, which as you know, Corey, yep. the Parks and Recreation Department has such a strong e- economic impact. But all the tournaments he's brought into town, that right. he brought into town, getting that, listen, hear it clearly. Look, I've got his bobblehead right here somewhere, I'm telling you. We don't have the Down East Wood Ducks if we don't have Bill Ellis. Right. You're right, and you know that as well right. as anybody, Coach. That I mean, and listen, got to give uh, credit where credit's due, too. I mean, Tony Sears worked really hard. Yep. BJ Murphy worked really hard to get that team, but they you, will both tell you, without Bill Ellis, we don't get the Down East Wood and Ducks. I will
1: tell you something else: if Bill if Bill Ellis sitting behind it, we we won't keep him either.
0: Right?
2: Yeah, he's he is, and he still is. I promise you. Go I know to, he is. You go over to that stadium right now. Part of the Major League Baseball requirements is that we have to provide certain level of facilities. If you drive into that parking lot right now, there's a camper. There's an RV sitting in that parking lot, and that was Bill helping us provide a a facility for the female officials. Um, He's still very much involved. 100%.
0: Bill Ellison, long overdue. We're not going to get into things here, Coach, but uh, – long overdue let's just say that he should have been in the last class and in fact he was elected to the last class okay and then turned it down (laughs) tried to turn it down this year but uh uh, jimmy smith will not let that happen and none of us would okay real quick william clay Croom, craig dawson daryl goff chris hatcher earl miller jennifer knight charles shackelford peggy jean taylor don whaley craig hill wells gullage bill ellis the kinson lenore county sports hall of fame class of 2023 congratulations to them Coach Whitfield, thank you so much for coming in here. Corey Povar, thank you so much. August the 19th. We're going to be talking about this a lot between now and August the yep. 19th. That is a ceremony at the Kinston Community Center. You got it. Like, that, we're going to be hitting people up for ads. <laughs> we're we're going to be selling be, yeah, tickets. With sponsorship, selling <laughs> tickets. sell it out. That's right, sell it out. There That's you right. go. Thank you guys so much for coming in this thank morning. You. Okay, We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.